Hello and welcome to episode 49 of Nintendo Therapy, a show about the latest Nintendo news and rumors, as well as a celebration of all the things Nintendo. My name is Kevin and with me this week to talk about the worst of the best, not the best of the worst, is Sean. It's whatever you want it to be. And Harrison. I thought it was the best of the worst, but now I'm confused. And we're going to be talking this week. The subject we picked out for uh, for discussion is going to be our least favorite uh, games in our favorite franchises. Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah, I guess it could be least favorite or I tried to do like the worst games of yeah. of certain franchises. So last week we talked about, you know, the best games. I think games least favorite is just the polite way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in our yeah. in our in our opinions, and again, yeah. we're not Nintendo experts um, of what are the worst games of Nintendo franchises. Following up, uh, ending off last week and last year, uh, talking about our favorite games of the year. So, I mean, yeah, you can't you can't have something positive without something negative directly after that. It's like poetry. But before we get into that, there was one rumor I saw talked about a lot on the internets this week that I kind of wanted to uh, just, you know, have a little chit chat about before we get into that. If if you'll all humor me here, switch um, to what's that? Oh, switch to no, there was Start, a switch to news bite, but it wasn't really news. I don't know if you saw that. It was like some industry insider saying that the switch to is going to be more of a like yeah, upgrade than a new upgraded. system yeah yep. sure yeah yeah yeah. but whatever that's not real there's no details there um the one i wanted to talk about was this rumor that an insider claims that banjo kazooie has had a new game greenlit and really? I'm, yeah i'm super excited for that i've often used this as an example of like why do companies just sit on these franchises forever there's no reason they can't be making new banjo kazooie games nintendo can't make them anymore but microsoft you've got you you bought rare studios like they they basically failed on nuts and bolts and gave up on the whole franchise and it's like come on you can have one dud of a game and and recover everyone loves a comeback story bring it back um yeah that would be great actually and they're buddies with nintendo so it could be on the switch yeah and like just what i want out of this is please don't try to rethink things okay go Mm. with the nostalgia go give us banjo 3e that we've always wanted um like just make it like the mario odyssey of banjo kazooie games you don't have to do a whole reinvention from the ground up this time like nuts and bolts was right no i think that would work perfectly and now that um I guess this is relevant. So um, I don't know if you guys get any gaming goodies over the holidays, but I finally was able to get one of the N64 controllers. Nice. And it's easier now because if you buy it direct from Nintendo's site, you have to be a online member. And that's I know that's not going to eliminate scalping, but it'll make it a little more, more of a process. So yeah, I got it in like two days, which was crazy. But I, I, I tried... A little everything and uh I'll, I'll admit it mario 64 plays significantly better with its original controller 
So I'm I like that all the sound one. effects change when you use those other controllers too in the Nintendo yeah. Switch Online menus. I don't know why they so, did that, but it's cool. So if you want to get one, that's probably the easiest way to get it. I recommend it. I mean, I I guess if you're a crazy collector and need the original controller for every online thing, then get the other ones. But no, so I, when we get to Banjo, I'm like, oh, I'll actually be able to play it. And because it, I don't know. I Like I said, I played a little bit of Mario and I'm like, I'm not fighting the camera. Like, this is nice. Like, I'm this- playing it the way it's supposed to get played. The second Banjo game must be coming to Switch Online this year. It's got to be. That's got to be a prediction that I'm going to throw out. Like, it's it's, it's been be so like, long since the first one was put on there, and and now it's like they should test the waters for how popular the franchise's second installment was. You know, I almost feel like that could be a direct like, hey, there's a new Banjo game in development, blah blah blah, and later today, Banjo Tooie is going to get added to the N64 Online. Exactly. Yep. Could you could you imagine a new banjo game, but then Microsoft's like, yeah, this is a uh, software exclusive, like like like, or this is a hardware exclusive? I mean, uh, I legitimately uh, might buy an Xbox for a new banjo it. game because well, I've been well, on the well, fence about buying one for a long time, and that would tip me over the fence. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I, I like my Series S because because I had so many previous gen games i never played but mm-hmm. like i like like but like microsoft might just be like <laughs> like we really need an exclusive like we really need more exclusive okay okay uh, you know uh banjo like you know perfect perfect age range like a lot of xbox users are kind of in our age range where they would like a new banjo game so so yes exactly what you said kevin like Perhaps it would make people buy the system. Um, well, if you're gonna get get the real one, don't don't get the S. Okay. Probably yeah. can't yes. play Banjo three. Yeah, I'm considering it. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how my year but in PlayStation Five I, goes. I I feel like Nintendo and Microsoft have such a good little friendship going now that I don't see them making that an exclusive. We'll see. I could see them definitely being like, and Sony can't have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. You don't want to share with your toys? Fine. No Panjo 3 for you. Yeah, exactly. Since we're on the the sort of news section, did, did you see that the, the kid who uh, defeated or broke oh. Tetris? Yeah, yeah. I kid saw who, the yeah. headline, but I didn't click on it. What? How do you beat Tetris? What's the... So- Article so he's about. the he's the first player apparently in history to get to the get to a kill screen, kill, yeah. a kill oh, screen, okay. which is like he was on level one fifty six or one fifty seven, where like you just can't go up anymore and it just freezes. So like, it's like, did he win? Did he reach the <laughs> ending? Did he just like break the game because he was just so good? And also you like, are the Tetris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, look at me. I'm Tetris now. Um, I, I, like, I, I've, I've watched a lot of these like Tetris competitions, and like, I've, I've seen like, like, even like recently, there's like new techniques that people use for like, you know, like how they like turn the controller, the in, yeah, the was, controller sideways. I was about yep. to say they, they play it so funny where they're like flicking the buttons almost. They're not right. even pressing them. It's just like flick, 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 flick. 
I'm amazed right. at how watching one of those like that's a rabbit hole. I'm like, nope, you, you watched one. You can't can't keep watching people play Tetris. <laughs> I get the same way with those impossible Mario Maker level videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's so addictive. I I want to know like like those like those Tetris players like like you know thousands of hours. Does it become like like your Bobby Fisher at some point where like you just like is Tetris enjoyable? Like, are you actually like sitting down and playing that game? Like, are you actually enjoying it? it? Because because I would hate <laughs> or, it. Or is it just you become one with it? That's like, no, uh, but, we have merged. It's like it's but not I, even I, like this, this is what I'm good at. This is the game that I play. This is this is the way that I that I you know support myself. Perhaps I don't know, um, but like. I don't know. I, I, I've, I've also I've seen streamers on Twitter talk about how like you know like I wish I could play more games, but like I'm afraid I would lose my audience. Yeah, you, 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 know, you know things like that. Like 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 I'm a Valorant streamer and I really want to play like the new Mario game, but I can't. Oh no, and, there'll be none of that here. And it's like it's like oh no, it's like it's like oh no, it's like well you know perhaps like you know. It's just too bad. It's just too bad they they would they would set up their audience like that, you know. Well, well speaking of games they don't like, not to stream. <laughs> yeah, yeah speak, speaking of bad games. Yeah, exactly. That's a good transition, I guess, uh, to what we wanted to talk about this week. So we all put together a list of our least favorite uh, entries in some of our favorite franchises, and uh, we'll uh, we're gonna go down them. So. Uh, Harrison, since this was your idea, why don't you kick it off? Okay. Well, I, I I'll start. I'll start with Zelda. We've we've talked about this previously. Um, I don't have a, a least favorite or a worst Zelda game because I don't think I've played the bad Zelda games, and we're eliminating like the course, like the CDI and all. Yeah, all of I always ones. feel like that's a cheat like when you watch these youtube videos and oh yeah and it's like oh the cdi or like hotel mario and it's like well that's not exactly. an official nintendo game like exactly yeah. exactly well i'm 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 gonna i'm gonna choose one that's not officially nintendo though i'm gonna go with age of calamity um because okay. because and although that game receives like like very very good reviews overall like very very good reviews i thought the overall style of the game was ridiculous and it was the most ridiculous game for me to try to run on my switch at times i mean there is just clearly way too many assets on my seven inch screen you know when i was trying Mm -hmm. to play it um so i did finish it at times it was hilarious, but I found it to be like kind of bland, and okay. and perhaps just like not this, perhaps not a genre of of gaming that that I really enjoy. Um, I'll Kevin, I'll try to kick this over to you because, like, again, like I don't like any actual Nintendo Zelda game I've played is a banger. I think. <laughs> Like even like even like we talk about like Ocarina of Time, like not my favorite game, but like still like iconic, like still very very good. What do you? Yeah. So what the, what is what what's the worst? So this is more 
least favorite than maybe worst. Um, I've I've talked before about how I don't like the Oracle games, but it's not that I don't like them. That's just that they feel there's something about them that feels off. So because I can acknowledge they are good games. It's just something about them feels like it was an afterthought to make it a Zelda game or something like it. It feels retrofitted. I don't know. So not those. Um, Another game in the Zelda franchise that gets a lot of hate is Phantom Hourglass, which Mm. I actually think once you get past the touchscreen controls, it's not that bad. Uh, The main criticism is there's a location in the game you have to go back to like a hundred (laughs) times and you keep getting a little further each time. And that is annoying, but it doesn't ruin the game for me. So that's my thoughts on Phantom Hourglass. My pick is my least favorite is Skyward Sword. And here's why. So (laughs) I don't know if it's a bad game, but it is by far the most frustrating Zelda game for me because I've tried the Switch version where they supposedly fixed the motion controls, but they didn't. Um, Yep. And I've I've played the Wii version, obviously, day one. And this, you know, this, to, you know, put a, a point on this, um, this is a game I've beaten multiple times. So I can't hate it that much. But, <laughs> but at the same time, the motion controls are so frustrating. Sometimes they just flat out don't work. No matter which version you're playing, they just don't work. And it's frustrating, I think, mostly because I feel like if it just was a traditional control scheme, it would be a great Zelda game because the world is pretty cool. I like that you can like level up your different items and stuff that was new to the series. Um, I like that the, it's the first time in the series that rupees actually mean something and you don't just end up about an every other Zelda game about, a couple of hours in you hit a point where your wallet's just full and you don't need to spend money on anything. And skyward sword kind of solved that problem. There's always something to spend your money on, but yeah, I like the world. I just really, those motion controls are just so frustrating and they ruined the game for me, especially those battles with, um, what's his name? The, the the main antagonist, agon, not agonim, um, Garim, something like that. I don't know the guy with the tongue uh <laughs> you have to like swing the sword in such a specific way in those fights and i swear i'm doing it right and it doesn't always work so skyward sword so frustrating really wish they could have given it normal controls for the switch version but they didn't they mostly did but there were still parts where you pretty much had to use the motion controls because well you you said the button layout it's just awkward right the way they did it yeah you're yeah, trying to do no motion controls well what they did to replace the motion controls was they just kind of moved them to the right analog stick so to swing your sword horizontally you had to move the right analog stick like left right and if you wanted to swing the sword vertically you'd move the stick up down and everything else in between but um it just it doesn't control it doesn't feel natural to control it that way either and during those fights where he catches the sword in between his hands if you swing it wrong 
um, I had to turn it back to the motion controls because I couldn't get it to work with the joystick. And mm-hmm. then I couldn't get it to work with the motion controls very easily either, but I eventually got it with them. They're just... Is it... It's interesting that you bring up like uh, like Phantom Hourglass, 3DS, Wind Waker, and like and like the most frustrating part of like games like Breath of the Wild are are like the motion controls. So like yes, uh, like a, a lot. It seems like for you, a lot of the frustrations within Zelda are just actually just being able to play the game. Exactly. Especially the worst thing you could do in a Zelda game is be like, I know what the solution to the puzzle is. Why won't you just do it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you haven't (laughs) beaten me. I solved the puzzle. I just can't get Link to move his hand the way I want him to. (laughs) Well, well, this this is a great preview for for a spotlight later. This is all going to come back around (laughs) later on. Um, Sean, what, what is what is the worst or least favorite game for you? What is your first pick? So I, I did end up doing my most disappointing Zelda. I still haven't played Skyward Sword, so I, I can't I can't say anything on it. And I didn't play most of the handheld ones, but so th- this is a, a pretty good game. But to me, Twilight Princess is the most disappointing one I've played. Because I played it at launch on the Wii, and I put 40, 45 hours into it, and I've never wanted to play it again. (laughs) And I don't feel like a Zelda game should make you feel that way. And I know it's, it starts off really slow, and you know. Yeah, I feel like it's the opposite of Wind Waker. I think I've said this on the show before, but in case I haven't, it does start off slow, and I feel like wind waker has the opposite problem where wind waker starts off great and then has that fetch quest at the end that takes forever and then twilight princess is like the opposite twilight princess ends really strong but it takes forever to get going because there are things in it like when you fight the bacoblin who's on the boar that's really cool but I can do that in Tears of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild. So I'm like, all right, well, there's no reason to go back to Twilight Princess. Yep. And then it's like, well, I really like, you know, the boss fight with the big skeleton guy and you get the wheelie thing and it's like that you never use ever again. And I'm like, yeah, that was cool. Or the snowboarding thing, like that was really cool. But I'm like, I don't remember the boss fight being memorable. And I think the thing that was weird about it, because I think That's the best actually thing, one of my favorite Zelda dungeons. How dare you, sir? But go on. Well, I I love the dual hook shot in that game. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that that's the only time they've done it. They've never brought it back. But I was talking about after you snowboard because that's what you mentioned. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. Place yeah. you snowboard to that abandoned like mansion is one of my favorite Zelda dungeons. Yeah, I don't remember too much of it, but but that was the thing too. Is I feel like. It's gonna sound bizarre. There's almost too many dungeons in that game. <laughs> like, I don't you know, know what you just jogged like... a memory of is I remember what? when they were promoting Skyward Sword. Um, one thing they said was, "Oh, something that's going to be a big deal in this game is that we've seamlessly blended the dungeons with the rest of the world. So, like, you won't even realize you're in a dungeon until you're like halfway into it." <laughs> and they kind of do that in Skyward Sword, but I'm like, Twilight Princess did that already. Like, you're acting like it's new. I feel like the dungeons yeah. in Twilight Princess are even do an even better job 
of seamlessly integrating with the world because they're not all like a traditional dungeon type like 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 that mansion that i just mentioned like you think you're just going to like this big abandoned house and it's actually a dungeon um and other things like that i think that the last thing with that game that just makes me not want to revisit it other than i really don't have any way to play it but the fact that the fight with zant is like awesome yeah and then the fight with Ganon is just like I'm a big pig man. All the air goes out of the room, and you're like, he's like stomping. What? It's like, yeah, he like stomps around, right? Yeah, yeah. He just and Zant, it's like I'm gonna take you to all these different places, and it's like it's such a cool fight. And I'm like, I don't really feel like we needed to fight Ganon after that. Like, yeah, just like Bowser, I feel like him. This will also come up in the spotlight game. Uh, I feel like the Zelda series does rely on Ganon way yeah. too often when they have mm-hmm. other cool secondary villains for sure and i'm like especially in that game because zant's really like front and center and it's like oh yeah ganon uh ganon's here uh pig <laughs> yeah and it's tough for me because like wind wakers ganon's one of my favorites like i love that end fight that that whole thing's amazing but it's not twilight princess is not a bad game but i just I have zero desire to ever go back to it. And that that's where it kind of is just disappointing. Mm. Well, uh, speaking of, of games with, with little replay value or games, I, I, I didn't really play more than once or maybe twice. I, I, I'll pivot to, uh, to Mario. Now we, we did our, our 2d tier list. But for me, my least favorite or of the ones that I've played is uh, New Super Mario Brothers 2. I think when I had that game on 3DS, I think I played through it only once or twice, which yeah. was maybe less than 10 hours overall, and then felt like I was just done with it. Like it felt like a rehash, felt like I, I, don't, I don't remember if there was any original music within the, within that game um not much originality in anything and um when we did our tier list the only one we ranked lower than that was mario run on mobile that's mm-hmm. one i haven't played <laughs> um yeah. well it trolls the player before we even had the term troll is what that game does mario run no um oh new super mario brothers yeah. Two. Yeah. Because it's new. Yep. Is what, is what you mean. Right. Right. I, I remember, but I think, I think I bought it, played it, traded it in, I think. Um, yeah. It's just so, all about those coins. And it's like, yeah, that was the whole gimmick. I, I, I never even beat that game. You thought like, there was going to be, it was coins. like they tricked you. You thought there was going to be more to the game and there wasn't. <laughs> yeah. So I, I tapped out on that one. I never even finished it. Yeah. That might be. The, the the worst of the of the 2D Marios? I don't know if it's the worst Mario game. Kevin, do you have a, a worse Mario game? I do have a Mario on my list. So this one is personal, okay? It's, <laughs> He's making it personal. It's personal. I think a lot of our listeners, if they're about my age, can relate to this story. So you'd go and you'd rent a video game, and it was the only video game you'd be playing that weekend. It took your your whole weekend was reliant on this being a good video game. And you mm-hmm. saw the box for Mario is missing. 
and you were like, oh, yeah. cool, a game where Luigi is the main character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it had the art style of Super Mario World. So yep. it looked like it was. And I remember yeah. I rented this thing multiple times because just like a few other things when I was a kid, I thought I just didn't get it. Like I was like, oh no, this it's a Mario game. It must be awesome. I'm just not finding the part where the game is. Like I, cause you wander mm -hmm. the city <laughs> and yep. I thought for sure there was like, oh, I just have to find the right building or something. And when I get inside, it'll be a really cool game. But no, it's well, just a, it's just a bad game. Trash or what looks like trash. See, if it makes you feel better, we owned it. Yes. <laughs> and but I know yeah, Mario's that, that time machine is equally bad, but I don't think yeah. I ever no, played Mario, time machine. Mario is missing. Oh my god. Okay. Like I, I you must say, see the, the same three static screens and occasionally we'll change it in the back. <laughs> Great. You want to pick up crumpled pieces of paper? Awesome. You want to backtrack like there's no end to anything? <laughs> <laughs> I think we we beat it because it was like, well, we own it, we should beat it. But I was like, oh my god, and like that's a terrible game. I I, I like the marketing for that game. It must it, it reminds me much of like calling calling it like the lost levels. Like it sounds because like, as a kid, it sounded to me it sounded like ooh like ooh like the lost levels. Like you know they don't yeah, they don't no. want you to, they don't want you to play <laughs> these ones. You know. Like, like, like these were in a vault somewhere. Um, Mario's Missing, I think, had had a similar idea for like, it sounds really cool. Like, a game. Just they should make so, a version of the game that's good and release it on so the Switch. Dull. Like, oh. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, I love the idea. I love the idea of having a game where, where it's like a detective so, game, or like you have to find <laughs> Mario, or like. Or Mario is essentially Princess Peach or something. So I don't here, know. Here, here's part of why I think it was misleading because I'm looking at the box art now. You got Bowser dragging Mario into like <laughs> a castle and Luigi looking for him. So you think, oh, this is going to be like a platforming thing. Yep. And then if you paid attention and read the little flavor text of a geography learning adventure, that's way cool. <laughs> it's like, Oh, Oh no, no, no. <laughs> What's sad is. So this is the first time Luigi was the main character until Luigi's mansion. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, what's funny. Luigi needs like his own, um, Bechdel test almost where like, you know, the Bechdel test for like, if, if, if a script is like, has strong female characters, yeah. if, if mm. this, if a, if a Luigi game is a strong Luigi game, can we get one where it's not all about Mario still? Cause even the Luigi's mansion games, he's looking for his brother. So, not in the first yeah. one, but like, yeah, it's like, can Luigi get his own little Bechdel test uh, game where he passes, and it's not all about Mario? Can, can, can we get can we get a way to tell Luigi it's all fine? Like, like actually, like you're like like you're a uh, what's the appropriate way of saying it? Like, 
you're a badass. Like, like, like you're, yeah. you know, you're like, you're going to be fine, Luigi. And, and I'm with you and we're going to be fine together. Like, like, so calm down, you know, that's what I want to tell him. So what is uh, your, your next game, Harrison? So you were I, next, I, right? I, uh, wait, Sean, we're on Sean. Oh, we're on Sean. Okay. I lost track. <laughs> so I have my motion control gripe game, um, Donkey Kong Country Returns. Uh, why would you make a 2D platformer where the roll move requires you to shake the controller? <laughs> like, it, it, there's no button. There was no way to make it a button. Like that's how you had to do it. It's like I couldn't beat the game because of the issues you've had in. Uh, skyward sword where i'm like okay and it's like and it went off as i'm falling off the platform already (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't get it to work when it was supposed to and it that's the only thing and i'm like i don't even want to finish this game and i know it they had a 3ds remake but that's just such a bad taste in my mouth and it's like i was so excited because it's donkey kong country returns and yeah, you know, they made a big thing, and I liked mm-hmm. the tiki bad guys and all of that, and the whole game. I'm just like, I just want to hit a button. That's it, just a <laughs> button. No, okay. So you're like trying to like platform and shake the controller, but not hit the button. And oh god, that's the only time I've like tapped on a Donkey Kong and went, you know what? We're good. I'm all set. So. I don't remember playing that one. So, like, did it feel more of like a gimmick, or like, like, did it feel it more just of like felt like they had finished the game, presented it to Nintendo, and they went, "Well, people like motion controls. You got to put motion mm-hmm. controls in it." So then they were like, Ugh. <laughs> so "That was the only thing they could do." <laughs> Be like, well. We'll take away this one ability and make it so you have to shake the controller. Like, ugh. It was the beginning of the trend, too, that because as much as I love Tropical Freeze, I hate that Returns and Tropical Freeze, the only animal you can use is Rambi. Like, they don't have a bunch of them like they did in the old ones. So that's where that started. But, yeah, I was just really disappointed by that game. Problems with motion controls. Yeah, pro- yeah, problems with problems with the times. All right, I, I'm gonna kick it back. I'm gonna go all the way back to NES. I'm gonna go with Ooh. I'm gonna go with Where's Waldo? <laughs> there we go. It sounds Where, frustrating. <laughs> Where's Waldo? Um, developed by a little company called Bethesda. In, oh. In, in in 1990, I believe. Nine. Wait, wait, I have here 91 um it was the second the second nes game developed developed uh by by bethesda the first one being uh wayne gretzky hockey there's some fun trivia for you and um it's um i remember i remember having it because we used to like go to garage sales and just you know get like tons of games together and um it's it's like it's like the book but worse you know, um, it's like it's, it's like the, the the graphics and the lighting of it make it so that like Waldo almost like disappears on some levels, and it's not very long. There's like five levels in it or something, and I'm I'm looking through the the wiki right now. Um, Game Informer one out of ten, 
Nintendo Power, 2.4 out of 5. Nintendo World Report, 1.5 out of 10. And not only that, but they did develop a sequel to this game that came out on Genesis and NES. And they did a whole remake that came out on DS in 2009. So, like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's, it's like... It's really confusing. It's notoriously that, uh, bad too. Like you can't even make out what most things are supposed to be, and you're supposed to somehow find Waldo. Yeah, it, yeah. It's uh, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like it's like the it's like they took the bur- the book and they just made it worse, and they didn't and they didn't do like anything to like make it <laughs> different from the book. The DS, I guess, you could do like you could actually like touch it. You actually like point and click, which I guess would be different. And I think it might have been ported to to the Wii as well. I don't know, um, but it doesn't matter. Uh, the point is, it's really bad, and it's and it's made by a, and and it's a game that's made by a forty billion dollar company now. So, uh, uh, Kevin, did did you have any really old games on your list? Um. Yeah, it's almost like you read the notes and know my list. <laughs> Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't. Um, oh, but, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm doing them in the order you're calling them. Uh, so okay. the oldest game on my list probably, well, definitely, is so this, I love the Final Fantasy series. Um, even it's more modern entries I can tolerate. The only one I haven't played so far is 13, which they really need to, at this point, release release a Final Fantasy 13 collection, Squaresoft. There's more games in the series than seven. You can release the three games on modern consoles they're only available for playstation 3 as of right now so get that out there but anyway uh my least favorite final fantasy game by far and it should be everyone's and i'm not including spinoffs i'm not including it like should be everyone's. i'm not including dirge of cerberus or like final fantasy 10 2 or any of those other mm-hmm. spinoffs right. just mainline game Final Fantasy 2, anyone who says, because I see it online, people always rank their favorite Final Fantasy games, and I see people who put this as their favorite Final Fantasy, you're lying. You're lying for attention. Nobody thinks that Final Fantasy 2 is the best in the series. Now, if you like the story, that's okay. No story Shakespeare. Shakespeare could not save this game. Okay. (laughs) No story makes up for the gameplay involved here. So that's my rant about Final Fantasy 2. It's terrible. The leveling system is just a bad, bad idea. And if you play it once, the only reason you should ever play this game is to be like, let me see what people are talking about. What is up with this game? Why is it so weird? And then you play it, you experience it, and you move on. That's it. Yeah, I uh, I never went back to it, so I guess that's never going to get beaten because I lost interest. It's really bad. backtracking. Are there any like big like iconic moments in that game, or like is there any reason why that game stands out? Because this is like the number one game I see debated on Reddit. So, not is it more because it didn't get released here initially? 
No, I don't think so. I think it's because the leveling system is so such a bad idea. Like, and when you describe it, it's some it's one of those things you have to experience to understand. Because when you describe it, mm -hmm. you're like, oh, that makes sense. Like, oh, that sounds and and even the remake that you played, Sean, yeah. improved it a little bit. Like, if you play the right, actual, yeah, if you play like the <laughs> actual original. It's god awful. In the remake, they at least make you like level up a little faster and like you actually like gain abilities and stuff at a reasonable rate. Um, in the you original, still go in the same places over and over. <laughs> to quote one of my favorite podcasts, uh, no one can know about this. You can fight battles in that game and gain nothing, you can fight battles and lose experience. <laughs> like, mm. it's it's um yeah it's so i don't know i don't want to get hyped up and screaming on this podcast but the reason anyone who debates that that's a good game is just wrong it the design objectively is a bad idea it doesn't reward gameplay in the right ways it just rewards repetition and it doesn't even do that very well so I don't know. I, I could honestly do a full podcast about why Final Fantasy 2 is a bad game. Maybe I'll make it a bonus episode. I don't know. But it's it's really bad. And no one should play it. And if they say it's their favorite in the series, they're just looking for attention. They just want to be like, no, uh, I'm actually smarter than you because I understand why this game is good. It's like, you, you just want attention. Go away. Sean? <laughs> so so much. I, I guess my last one is kind of controversial. I don't know. But it, it got me out of the series. So Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Again, mm. another motion control. Although you could didn't have to use it in that one. But <laughs> that's just yeah, when the ser series became too much. I mean, I know Ultimate has everything ever in it now. But that was just the beginning of it. It's like, oh, we get so many characters and so many of this and that and i'm like oh my god and, yeah. and then they introduced online and i'm like this is a terrible idea yeah so <laughs> i just was like i played it and i'm like eh, i don't think i really like smash brothers anymore after melee <laughs> i think i'm good so i i just i don't know and it's like i know there are people who live and die on the hill that know that was the best one it, it introduced snake and sonic and da, da, da. But Snake I, doesn't I just... belong in Smash Brothers. Sonic barely belongs. I don't know. I've said this before. This is my piece on Smash Brothers is I prefer it when it's a much smaller roster and it's only Nintendo characters. And people online have argued this with me nonstop. Like, why would you want that? And it's like if when there's only eight characters in a fighting game, it's better than 50 to me because each one feels special. It doesn't feel like they're clones of each other anymore, or it, this is just a, a palette swap when you get to Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like, this is like each character is there for a reason. They have their own unique move set, and no one else has it. That's what I like. I I quite enjoyed Brawl, but I I guess I would agree that it's the worst in the series, and uh, the online play made me reluctant to even buy or try this new smash brothers it's like one of the it's like one of the games that i have and i, and I, I never play and then it's i have friends that it's the only game they play I, it just i don't know I, it, it's 
there's there's not a connection there. And I don't know if making the, the roster smaller or adding I, I don't know. I feel it, like there's not there's not an investment may, in it. Melee had the perfect big roster and you unlocked them at a decent rate and I don't know. I just and then like I said, the online That's the like, thing I get that's the thing that always starts the argument online is when I say melee is my favorite is where I think the series peaked. I agree. Like I played a lot of melee, but again, that was like the last four people in the same room and Yep. You know. Then usually once you introduce the online, I'm like, eh, I think I'm out. <laughs> so Sean, I'll put you on the spot. Um in, in your opinion, is there a worst uh, Mario Kart game? I'd say Double Dash because we had to retire it because one of our friends made it not fun. Wasn't the one on the DS weird in some way? I can't remember. Seven? No, Mario Kart DS. Oh, I don't know. I just I remember Double Dash we had to retire because... I feel like that had like a gimmick, but I can't remember what the gimmick was. But anyway... Well, I mean, I like the gimmick of Double Dash, and I enjoyed it. I'm glad some of the tracks, you know, made it into eight. But when you have someone who played it all week so that they could lap people, like, multiple times on courses, we're like, yep, we're done with this. <laughs> this is all over. Because it's like, it's not it's not Gran Turismo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Mario Kart. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, play a so different that's probably, game. My least favorite, because I, I actually really liked Wii, but like I don't mind Mario Kart Mario Kart Online because I know I'm not gonna like yeah occasionally I get first once in a blue moon but I'm always kind of in the middle I'm never like dead last but it's fun because okay. that game works online to me but Smash Brothers it's like all right you have thirty seconds in this room with this person who knows all the combos good luck. Uh, either of you, is there a worst Mario Party game? I've actually not played. I hear that nine is bad because you all get in the same car to travel the yes. board, which sounds weird to me. But yes, I haven't played that one. I've really only played the three on Nintendo 64, and then I sat the series out completely until the Switch, and I've played the two on Switch. Nine, nine was Wii, right? Yeah. Nine nine was Wii and, and ten was Wii U. Oh no, I think I played ten. I don't remember. I I, I played uh, some I, other one in the middle. Maybe it was it was either eight or ten, but anyway. So not yeah, nine's the one I didn't like of the ones I've played, but I played the original three, nine, and the two switch ones, and that's it. So on 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 Reddit it was overwhelmingly from what I saw, they said a top one hundred, which I totally forgot about that oh that, yeah that, that was just a collection of mini games though i wouldn't even count that yeah. as a, a game. yeah yeah and i which i totally just had blanked that was it like really late in the 3ds lifestyle life well, cycle from and, what i understand is so it wasn't like a real mario party game because there were no boards it was just yeah, a collection just of games. what was supposed to be the 100 best mini games but from what I hear, they didn't even pick the best mini games. <laughs> so, like, there were so many not. Uh, you have a hundred mini games. How do you leave some out? And 
uh, from what I hear, people are like, there are all of these that everyone loves that aren't in it. Why? And then you put these in it that are terrible. So right. I don't know. That's all. Do, that's do all you're saying. I don't know. Modern complaint I'll give people is that they haven't added more boards to the Switch games. Yes, like all of them. Yeah. Every Mario, the first Mario Party, the first one on the Nintendo 64 had eight boards. There's no excuse for all of these to only have like four. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, just, I mean, I'll give people that, but like the GameCube, that's a black period for me. I, I never played those. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I have I, I have a few more. I can I, we we can we can go lightning round or we can move on. Uh, Kevin, what do well, you think? Yeah, let's got? let's do lightning round because I've got two that I will call them like dishonorable mentions or something that I don't have a lot to say about, but they're my least favorite entries in a franchise. I, I, I don't have any more. So okay, you guys go. Well, okay, mine. Cool. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> go ahead you, you go, Kevin. You, what? What, right. what is yours? So I feel like people forget about this game, but Metroid Prime Federation Force was a DS or 3DS game. Um, 3DS, and it's a Metroid game without without Samus. Like what? <laughs> it, it's like they tried to like I guess expand the universe and the lore of the metroid franchise and it's just like it's just like a bad halo game basically um so yeah that one's pretty bad i haven't played other m i hear that's a bad metroid game as well but i haven't played it and uh, Mega Man 7 is my other uh honorable dishonorable mention just because okay. Okay. it's so weird that they made a classic Mega Man game in the Mega Man X art style that it's mm-hmm. like, it's almost confusing. It's like, no, you had separate things going here and it was good. Why, why this? Plus it controls weird, I think. But uh, that, those are my only complaints about Mega Man 7. I'll play it again. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I played it once and yeah, it, it, I don't know. Everything about it was weird. And I saw your note. I think Harrison, you made this note here. What the worst Virtual Boy game is? All right, it's uh, easily Waterworld. Um, look up. Oh, there's no competition. Look up gameplay footage of Waterworld on Virtual Boy on YouTube or something. And it, yes, it's funny that the movie bombed, and then the game, like they made a game about the worst movie disaster. Uh, Nintendo nerd pointed that out, but. The thing is, like, it's barely a game. Like, watch gameplay footage. It's really, like, really barely a, a game. It's just a game in that you can you can control a character on a screen and die. But other than that, there's not really a goal. It's, it's like one of those ones where, like, you just get a high score. So, I don't know. Yeah, it was like a weird arcade game that gave you a headache. Yep. That's right. Uh, for, uh, for me, I wanted to do my my worst Pokemon game, which I put f- as Pokemon Sword and Shield, even though uh, Scarlet and Violet might might be a worse game. I did have a lot more fun, and I thought that was at, at least at least an attempt into doing something new. Where Sword and Shield, I played it very very late. I I maybe played it in like twenty twenty one or maybe later. Um, and I felt like it was very much like go go on this route, go to this gym. Now that you finish this gym, go on this route and go. It was. I felt like it was 
extremely, extremely linear. And perhaps um, I'm hating on it more because I did take a long break from Pokemon and then try to jump back in. Uh, it just... I had, a, I had a horrible time with it. It was very, very poorly optimized. Um, I'm not sure which one was optimized worst between Generation 8 and Generation 9. But, uh, and I also have friends that love the game and had a lot of fun shiny hunting in it. And I don't know. I, to, to, to me, it's just... Um, in my opinion, the worst Pokemon game of a very rough series. Um, my last random dishonorable mention, I guess I'll call it, is Mike Piazza's Strike Zone for the N64. <laughs> add that one. Um, that one came out in um, 1998. And if anyone happens to like know what I'm talking about, it has maybe the creepiest cover art of any like sports game I've ever seen. Just like very, it's like my Piazza behind his catcher's mask. And he's given this really weird wide eyed smile. Um, just, just for like, just for reference, uh, this came out in 1998. Uh, Ken Griffey, major league baseball featuring King Griffey jr. Came out the same year with slugfest coming out less than a year after that we already had all-star baseball we already had bottom of the bottom of the ninth which was also a very horrible game um oh yeah that that, that, that's terrifying box art. yeah wow. yeah it's, yeah it's yeah it's terrifying it's it's and, and my piazza i think is I, I guess he's a fine person but he's definitely a weird guy um <laughs> and he's not someone that i would have marketed next to try to market next to Ken Griffey Jr. Um, and I'm forgetting. I, I had more, but I, I've, but we're, we're going to move on. Last thing I'll say is that, like, I would I would take bad sports games on the Switch if we just had like the <laughs> options. Like, like I wish I wish I could say like there's five baseball games on the Switch and I have to choose one of them, opposed to being like here's, here's your baseball one. game. <laughs> or here's or, or or football here's none you know like even if it's not your thing you know i'm gonna i'm gonna keep pushing that like we, there should at least be one on the system you know that's fair uh, so with that i bring it to a close listeners what what is what is the worst what, what's the worst nintendo game what's the worst um kirby game is it kirby dreamland 3 <laughs> is, it a, is it a is it a different is it one of the other 25 Kirby games that we haven't played um yeah that's a good question so write us bring you know, back the positive you know our gmail it's uh nintendo therapy pod at gmail.com so get at us there right now we're going to talk about our spotlight game so everybody, I'm sure, had a chance to play it this week, because why wouldn't you jump at the chance to play a Zelda game? We played The Legend of Zelda The Minish Cap this week. Which I always feel is like a slightly awkward title. I don't know, the because probably because of the two thes, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it came out in Japan on November 4th, 2004 and came out in America 
on January 10th, 2005, came out in Europe. Um, oh, I lost the date, but it was in between there, and it was one of the only examples of Europe getting a Zelda game before North America did, which is weird. I think it came out so in weird. December there. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a great game. The end. No. Um, <laughs> oh, like, it's really... So I haven't beaten it. I'm going to keep playing it, but yeah. No, I'm, I'm so happy that we finally dove into it because wow great art style i love the story is simple like yep who knew that'd be so refreshing <laughs> and then the the shrinking mechanic is great and it just goes to show you can have a traditional zelda game that's kind of linear but if you do interesting gameplay mechanics then it makes it kind of special so keep i think we can all agree program. We would love these mechanics in like a main, uh, not mainline, because this is a mainline game, but a um, a console, like yeah. a a much a not handheld Zelda game. Like bring, we came close because I don't know if you saw there were back when Twilight Princess was in development. I mean, not Twilight Princess, um, Tears of the Kingdom. When Tears of the Kingdom was in development, they did all these interviews where they talked about how the Minish were almost in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Oh, they didn't really expand upon how they would have been used. I don't know if you would have shrunk down like in this game, but I really want a new Zelda game with this shrinking mechanic. It's so cool. Yeah, I, I just like I said, the art style, the 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 fact that the story is literally just the evil wizard comes in and goes, "Oh, Princess Zelda, oh you're stone now, ha!" And then it's like, <laughs> "Oh, there's this entire race of other people that you know." we didn't really mention but they can help you and i i i like that they integrate this being small into like the world design across the board mm -hmm. like because i haven't i'm only on trying to get to the second dungeon i think but even just walking through the village and seeing there are places which i don't know how to do it yet but i'm like Oh, I'm gonna be able to be small and go in all these. Uh, all right, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I think 2D Zelda offers in terms of structure that's kind of mm. better than the last two Zelda games we've gotten, which are great. Not throwing them under the bus, but they're different for sure. The open world, open puzzle thing, definitely. For everything you gain, you lose something, and. One thing that I think uh, the more structured Zelda games have is there's like a very specific way to solve every puzzle. And I feel like you feel much better about solving the puzzles in this type of game versus like a Breath of the Wild. Because think of how often you walk in a shrine in Tears of the Kingdom or Breath of the Wild and you see how the game designers want you to solve this puzzle. But you're like, eh, but I'm just going to do this instead. And there's like a a, a workaround you know what i mean yeah yeah it, like a lot the, of the uh the motion ones yeah it's like i'm just flipping the thing over and launching the ball over there i'm not <laughs> doing your maze and that doesn't happen in like the 2d zelda games because there's always like a very specific way to solve a yep. puzzle no I, I mean i i again i'm not that very very far in it but i'm gonna finish it and i love that the first boss was just 
a choo-choo jelly, and it's like, well, you're small now, mm-hmm. so now it's gigantic. Yeah, they play really with so much that of that. Idea. It's so cool. Like you, you know, you're seeing like giant acorns and stuff when you're walking through the tall grass, or like you're in like a barrel. Like there's so many. I don't know. I I really love this game. This well, we'll get to it in a minute, but. <laughs> I, I, and I also hate that it's been over ten, over 10 years since Link Between Worlds. That was the last like that traditional Zelda game. 10 years over? That came oh, out, yeah, December of 2020, uh, 2013. 2013, wow. yeah. It, it, right. I, so I, I didn't play this game originally on, on, on GBA. I, I, was, I was surprised and impressed by how how bold like they 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 made uh these graphics like like Mm -hmm. like just very bright very bold colors to use i feel like uh, that's a game game too i feel like if nintendo made this game the art would not look like that for better or worse just an observation do you think it i mean from from your memory does it look any better on the switch did it look different on the advanced or or also I'll, i'll just add this part um, did, did the size of the Minish Cap on Advance make it difficult ever, Kevin? Like, when, when you played it originally? What do you mean the size of it? Like, l- l- like I, I was thinking, like, you know, I was thinking, like, playing oh, it yeah, on, the screen. Like, like, the size of your GBA screen, and oh. perhaps if you played on an, on an older GBA, and the size of the Minish Cap. I, I, I was just thinking, um... Going through the game, thinking about why Nintendo made or why Capcom, you know, made certain decisions. On... I'm pretty sure I would have played this game on. I had the, and I still have it, the adapter for the GameCube, where you can play Game Boy Advance uh... games on the GameCube. And I'm almost positive that's how I played this game. So. Unfortunately, I can't answer that question because back in the day, like I abused the hell out of that thing. I used that thing. I think I played all my Game Boy Advance games on that, even though I had a Game Boy Advance. Oh, sure. Yeah, I, I remember having that, too. I had, I had that. I had the, the battery, the battery block that went underneath it or above it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it just like the whole the, 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 the whole setup. Um yeah, yeah, but I was just unsure because I was thinking back to when we did um, what what Metroid game did we do? Um, where, where Return in Metroid, of, Metroid Two, Return of Samus, right, right, where where they would use they would use Nintendo would use like the size of Samus and the size of the map to expand it more. Like you know, if, if you make Samus, you know, if you make it smaller, then you can make different areas of map that you can go into uh so i I just was wondering like how the decisions came about of how like you know we're gonna make we're gonna make link small which in return makes the world big and then also makes this other world that link uh goes into i just thought there was lots of interesting very like bold decisions that were made in in developing this game and I'm not that far either. I'm like at the through the second boss, and um, I'm very surprised by knowing that it's a shorter Zelda game. The amount of depth, the amount of 
techniques oh, yeah. and item the amount of techniques and items that they have i've um, never collected all the kinstones and i might actually try to do that this time just so i have something new i did <laughs> yeah there's so many i even like that mechanic though because normally that would be something like you find it and you just click and nope that's not it i like that they do the little animation of trying to line them up and i don't know there's just a lot of little touches i like <laughs> yeah this game has personality for sure like there's definitely a charm to the art style and the way it animates just like the way link rolls is yep. like adorable love it <laughs> yeah um, well, well I did yeah, you I really guys like get that. to the, the dungeon with the minecart yet? I can't remember which one that is. I think that's the one I'm getting to. Okay, I, I don't want to spoil it, but there's like an adorable moment in that uh, dungeon as well. Um, it's it, that, That's the word I'd use to describe this game. It's adorable in all it's the right very, ways. <laughs> it reminds me of Link's Awakening's remake. Yeah. Sure, sure. Which... which makes me which makes me think like we just need we just need remakes of all of these games yeah like but like 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 because like like i, I put on, on our notes that like i've said it on here so many times that like link's awakening remake has sold almost as many copies as skyward sword and majora's mask like it's sold nearly 6.5 million copies which is more than the original why would you not strike while the oven's hot? Everyone's playing Zelda right now. And also, like, it can't be that... It can't be that difficult. It can't be It can't be as expensive as making a new Zelda game. To, like... Well, look, look at what I just said a few minutes ago. It's been ten years over now. Over ten years since A Link Between Worlds. If you just had a small development team on these, and they took five years to make... We could have had two two D yeah, Zeldas yeah. in the last ten years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just make it. Like, I don't. They used to do them both too. That's another thing I don't get where they gave mm -hmm. up on this. Because I'm pretty sure this came out relatively close to Wind Waker. Like it. I don't have the dates in front of me, but I know it felt like for a while, like you'd get a console Zelda game, and then like two years later, you'd get a, a handheld one. And then you get another console one, and then another handheld one, and they were like one after they did them both at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I just don't get it. Like, I mean, Link's Awakening remake is the tenth best-selling Zelda game of all time, including everything, including every mm -hmm. mainline game. I mean, like, I just don't see like why they just wouldn't release all the rest of them. Um, and I'm. I'm not. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Minish Cap or Oracle of Ages remake on a on, on a new system. Uh, Link Between Worlds. Uh, uh, sorry. Yes. Uh, remake. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Um, I, I, I was very happy with the uh, the the R button dodge roll in this game. I felt like the combat in this game. Felt like a, like a great continuation from a game like uh, Link's Awakening, where it never yeah. felt never felt too overwhelming, and it felt like the the dodge roll just made it easier to traverse through the 
the world. It's actually a mechanic I wish were in a lot of other games where I'm like, I just want to be able to sprint or like get through this section a little bit, a little bit quicker. Uh, oh, and also you mentioned like we mentioned how like cute, adorable this game is. Do you find the story of this game to be a bit dark at all? Like it's a little dark. Do- it has a hint. Yeah, I liked that though. They do turn Zelda into stone, right? Like, well, Vadi is such a dark villain. <laughs> he wears purple for crying out loud. Like, <laughs> and he's got gray hair <laughs> and red eyes. How do you get darker than that? Yeah. I just, I, I find, I find like again, again, like especially like with a uh, same with like Yoshi's Island, where it's like, it's like we kidnapped the baby. You know, like and, yeah, <laughs> and, and like you got and like and like you got to get the baby back, or we take the baby for. I don't know why they want the baby, but you know, like, <laughs> uh, it's like uh, so despite it being like, yeah, I want to know more about the Minish being in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, like that's that's my main takeaway from this week uh thinking about this game it's like were you able to shrink down did were they just like there and like you could see them were they like the koroks where they'd be hidden places um i want to know more about that oh would you see like a little tiny minish town oh i don't know i i really but like i don't know it's of all the Zelda gimmicks, this is a staunch statement, but of all the gimmicks, including time travel and, you know, motion controls, and all the different Zelda gimmicks, uh, I think this might be my favorite one. And it's unfortunate that it doesn't seem like it's ever going to get explored again. Yeah, no, I would agree. Like I said, I mean, here's a game I've ranked and I haven't finished, but I'm going to continue playing it so i mean it, it's made a huge huge impact on just the little bit of time i've spent with it it's and it's underrated too i feel like it doesn't come up enough in the conversation of of great zelda games where you always hear the same like four games over and over again you hear like ocarina of time yeah. when uh Wind Waker, majora's mask breath of the wild and tears of the kingdom now um this doesn't get brought up off a link to the past always gets brought up this deserves to be in that conversation i feel and you know that that's a perfect way to segue into where i ranked it we can keep talking about it after this but uh my so the thing that was most on my mind about this game this week i was trying to figure out do i like this more than ocarina of time can i rank this above ocarina of time because obviously i was on the hype train for that when it first came out I, I don't want to put that game down, but the more time I spend with Ocarina of Time, the more um, the more the game is like in focus, and I can like picture like the full map of each area in my mind, and I just kind of see the game for what it is. You know what I mean? And there's not like no nostalgia goggles, just pure like I can see it for all its flaws, and I still like it. But believe it or not, I think I am going to rank this above Ocarina of Time. And I'm going to put this number three on my list, right below Toe and Earl. And I do not rank it above A Link to the Past, but uh-huh. I do rank it above Ocarina of Time. So yeah, I, I also ranked it above Ocarina of Time, but I don't have the love of that that Momo and so many do. 
I, ha but, I still uh, have love for it, but like I feel like I can look at it from an objective point of view after having finished it like 50 times. So I put Minish Cap at number eight, which puts it under Mario World and above Ice Hockey. So it, 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 That's my a NES a. sports games are slowly getting knocked out of the top Don't 10. just breeze past that, man. Like You're putting this right below Super Mario World. You know, that's a big, even if it is number eight, that's a big compliment. Well, I mean, yeah, it's a pretty stacked top ten with my one bizarre choice there right in the middle. But <laughs> I don't know. I I like Ocarina of Time. It's just I, I don't have the nostalgia or anything for it. But yeah, it didn't hit you in the, the past. Right it's just hard to top that. But it's really good. So. <laughs> uh, for, for me, uh, pretty close to Sean, I'm, I'm putting it number seven, uh, which for me would be right below Yoshi's Island and right above Toe Jam and Earl. Uh, okay. Above, and and my top five still remain. So my top five are three Zelda games, and no, no, sorry, three Mario games and two Zelda games. Um, well, you, and I see that one of them is a link to the past, and I feel like it's point, worth pointing out that if there was ever a gold standard, <laughs> like I feel yeah. like a link to the past is always going to be the game that the that any two D Zelda is just like compared to. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Sure. I, well, I agree. Well, it, it might be it might be spoiler for a future episode, but I I'm I would still put you know like. I'd imagine I put Link, Link's Awakening above above this game um, because I really like Link's Awakening, but I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know. That'll be interesting if that comes up because I've only ever played the remake. So, you know, it's true. I think I told this story on the podcast, but um, it's funny. I played the original so much, and then when the remake came out, I was just like, my wife I knew that I was excited for a new Zelda game. And she saw me like started up for the first time and she's like, how do you know where to go? How do you know how to do all these things? And I'm like, uh, I've actually beaten this game like a thousand. She did not understand the concept of a remake. <laughs> I was like, I've actually beaten this game a bunch. Um, this is just like a new look to it. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know where like I can't wait till we we do some more of these Zelda games because what there's a there's eleven of them on on a on Switch and how many on the online service I don't know but like it, there's a lot so it'll be interesting to see where it eventually ranks up with other two D Zelda games. Yeah, I I, I agree. Um... I had some some thoughts from the internet on this game, so let me make sure we get those in here. Um, uh, let's see. Sorry. All right, here we go. Um, we got a uh, Star Lord seventy six. I don't think it's really him, but uh, <laughs> says I've only played it once, and that was ten years ago. But that was definitely not my. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Um, I came away from the game thoroughly satisfied and considering it an underappreciated gem, though it's been long enough since I played it that I couldn't describe to you why I think it's an underappreciated gem. <laughs> um, 
yeah um here uh here's another one don't exactly remember many things but that game was good and made me emotional in the end my second favorite is the oracle of ages i haven't played seasons yet link's awakening is incredible uh the music still makes me emotional that was that one <laughs> so people like this game people i i had more i lost them yeah i, I, I thought the music was just was just okay I don't know. Well, it like, definitely just uses music from the other Zelda games, so I think that's why people like it. This was definitely like, for some reason, they just com combined a ton of stuff from other Zelda games in this game. A lot of other references. Yeah, yeah we, we didn't even mention that that there's bombs and uh, how do you say it, uh, Lakitu's. Yeah. Saying that weird. No, that Lakitu. sounds right. Lakitu. Right. Right. Which always kind of throws off my immersion a little bit but it's kind of cool like where um you know where we talked about like how like when you play like a like an old nes sports game and you still feel like you're in a nintendo world uh seeing mario enemies in a zelda game is kind of cool i guess yeah, yeah. absolutely and uh if any of you get stuck Lavos YT says talking to your hat usually gives you a hint about where to go next. Plus your goal is often marked on your map. So there you go. <laughs> if any of you needed to know that. So let's find out uh, what we're going to be playing next week for the old spotlight section here. All right, we're going to throw in our Nintendo 64 cartridge we're going to do this one for Harrison. We're playing Pokemon Snap next week. Yay. Ooh. I can retell my story about how I went to Blockbuster to get my Pokemon card. And the guy didn't know what a Bulbasaur was. And I can play it with the proper controller. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. So if you have any thoughts on Pokemon Snap or bad games in good series or the minish cap and where it ranks in your zelda top five write us at uh nintendo therapy pod at gmail.com just keep in mind we're nintendo fans not nintendo experts so if i don't know what you're talking about that's probably why um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll see you all next week for some more nintendo therapy bye